Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Joey. And I'm Sonia, and welcome to Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Listen, we are so excited about this podcast and just being able to do life together with you all every week. Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about relationships, marriage, faith, family, entrepreneurship, personal development. Listen, you name it, we're going to be talking about it. And also, we want to let you know that this is a fun and a safe and an authentic environment for you to come and just grow together with us. Yes, so if you have any questions questions. or any input, um, you can always go to our website, which is www.joeyandsoniafoster.com. Listen, we look forward to offering any insight and even some advice to any of those anonymous questions that you send in. It's going to be amazing. Yes, it's going to be so fun. And thank you guys for being a part of our community. Make sure that you share and subscribe and tell all of your friends, all of your family about Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. guys. Welcome back to another episode of Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Oh, yeah. I'm Sonia, and across from me is my handsome uh-huh. Uh-huh. husband over there. Come on, somebody. Uh, Joey, and listen, <laughs> we're glad to be in your space today. Yes, yes, yes. listen, I am, I am privileged uh, to come to you today on behalf of all of the men in America. Mm, wow. I want to get right into it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm not even playing today. I want to get right into it. Okay, this this uh, episode is going to be a, one that is going to be difficult to have mm. on a number of levels in a number of situations. It's going to be difficult, but I think it's going to be good because it's something that many people deal with. And before we even get into that, mm-hmm. I want to talk about the difficulty of having certain conversations that I've experienced in my life. Okay. (laughs) This is interesting. (laughs) So, right. So a long time ago, a long time ago, long, long, long time ago, Mm -hmm. long time. Did y'all hear me? What I said a long time ago, there was this, um, young lady right there was this young lady mm-hmm. this is difficult to have That's this is a right. difficult let conversation go, to have. <laughs> testify i'm getting free just testify right. okay i'm getting free <laughs> there was this young lady right so it was so interesting and right so she was interested in me right so we was in college whatever whatever she was interested in me and long story short i find out that she was a member of somebody's church. Mm. Yeah, she was a member of somebody's church who I looked up to as a speaker. Like this preacher was a you know a really good preacher, whatever. And I look up to that person. So anyway, long story short, uh, I said all that to say this. So various conversations we had, and it always would lead back to me trying to find out more about the preacher who was the pastor of that church or whatever. Long story short. Now, I want you to please hear me. This is not this just because I was interested in who the pastor was. I don't want y'all to think that I was on any <laughs> anybody's pastor spiritual <laughs> platform. I was not on a pastoral track. Long story short, uh, the young lady and I ended up having to have a difficult conversation because, well, I'll say it like this. I did not know how to have a difficult conversation. I'll put it that way. So I did the best thing I could do because I felt like this relationship 
was not the best relationship. It wasn't even relationship. This this little hookup time was not good for my life spiritually. Mm. Yes, I was convicted. <laughs> I was convicted. I was convicted. For, so for the one season of your life, <laughs> one, I was convicted in one. Some people get convicted like all the time. Listen, I was convicted once in my life. No, so I ended up not being able to have a conversation with her. So I had there was this song that came that was out. I don't know if it was new or not. I was new to the whole gospel music thing. Anyway, the song talked about how he had to break up with this one. I'm going to play the song. I'm going to play a little bit of it. Matter of fact, here go the song right here. In the light of day, I'd stumble over your way. Couldn't wait for the night time, the high time, the right time. Being as it was, we had to close the door. It was like turning away from a million bucks, but I can't see you no more. was like yo i cannot see you anymore because we are doing things that is not of god now i couldn't tell her that ungodly it was ungodly but listen i couldn't tell her so i just sent the song was i wrong fair or foul is that a foul that i did or was that fair that i sent the song not no conversation just the song being sent i you know i I don't think the wrongness mm-hmm. was in the song, you know, because you told me this story a couple of weeks ago yes. and it kind of blew my mind. Yes, it did. And I was like, what? Like, what? You couldn't, so you couldn't believe that that's how I did it. Right, 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 right. But it wasn't though? so much so of you sending a song because mm-hmm. I've sent text messages and that was it as yeah, well. Yeah, you broke up with me via text. You message. know, so, so I, who, who am I to judge? <laughs> right. I'm not judging. <laughs> or the methods of our madness, you know, like who am I? But the surprising part to me was probably the reasoning, not. I don't know, like for you to use a gospel song, like for the the conviction, I think was surprising to me because of your journey, because of your past. So you're saying because I was in sin. Because you was in sin. Why did you feel so convicted during that time? You know, and and I think that was the shock of because when I met you was after this situation yeah, right. and it didn't seem like you would be convicted of, of any of of anything <laughs> Wait, I feel, you know i feel attacked <laughs> i feel attacked you know i question whether you really love the lord like, Do you uh, ever get for quite a while <laughs> hey listen that was an so interesting i think time. that was but it, it that is funny though it's you know the 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 song part is no, just funny to the me the song was prophetic in oh, nature oh, okay. the man of god released that song for people like me 
And he voiced what I could not voice. I did not have the language right, right. to put to that to that situation. But that's what music does. Regardless of it's gospel or R&B, or yeah. whatever, it kind of put words to our thoughts and our feelings. Listen, right. the man of God wrote the song. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, he did his good right. <laughs> yeah, he did his good right. So when when I sent the song, and what was interesting was, it was, I think I, I agree now, looking back on it, that was very interesting. But it's a, like the process of maturation of spiritual maturation is so messy mm-hmm. right wow and and it's not always this you know one and done type of deal it's not always this Cook a cookie cutter yeah this cookie um, cutter approach yeah. to uh a deeper relationship with god or whatever for me it, at least for me it wasn't for me it was years of uh falling and running back to him and and getting up and being dirty and saying, I'm not doing that again. And then doing that again. And then messing and up. And seasons of not really falling, just wallowing. See, right, right. And, and <laughs> you know, yeah. But, but see, even in the, even in the season though, I wouldn't have called it wallowing. Now, back, looking back on it, I, brother, brother, you could have did way better than that. You could at least try it, bro. At least put a barrier in between y'all. Like, boundaries. Like, put some type of boundaries in place. Yeah. But, it's like looking back, it's like, man, that whole process, or at least my process, was very messy and it didn't happen. That's why I like one of the things like at the church that is 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 so beautiful is that you see these different types of processes happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just in the forward way. So so yes, I was I was like jacked up for real, messing up. But then sometimes <laughs> but you, just but convicted. Then you, and then sin had the the unmitigated gall oh to send <laughs> yeah. now this girl is going to church she's going to church you know getting her praise on think she she's on the right path she though. probably That's thought she was more spiritual than you now how <laughs> dare you <laughs> and she probably was though. and she probably was <laughs> but we was both how sinning. dare you send this to me and i'm listen i am 100 yeah. yeah. percent positive yeah. that that is how she feels she felt insulted yeah and you know what she she told me she told me this because i wasn't once i sent the song because of the passive aggressive lean that i have mm-hmm. um it was really bad then say that again huh 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 and? i can't hear nobody mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all turn the podcast off so so what when I had the convert well when she had the conversation with me I didn't have it with her because you sent the song for me sending the song Jay Moss had the conversation for Jay you. Moss had the conversation <laughs> the man of God spoke it I was like yo he he said everything that I wanted to say there it is right there so when she had the conversation with me she was like well I just think that's messed up how you just gonna send me a song instead of having a conversation with me mm. I thought we was better than that. Ooh. All of these things, right? She hit you with that. Oh, oh, we we supposed to be. Oh, that's how we doing for it now. For real, for real. That's 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 the for qu- real Joey. For real though. For real Joey. For real Joey. That's how we doing it. Right. <laughs> and so that is like the ultimate. Yeah, like yeah. you really went there. Yeah, that's that like, insult. For real. That hurt. That's an insult when somebody tell you for real. Yeah. For real though, mm-hmm. and then they call your name. Yeah, when they call your name though, it's the name call. For it's me. like bringing you back into rem- like remembrance yeah. of yeah. 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 this yeah. situation here. Yeah, she was like, "Yo, for real, Joey? For real, Joey? For real? 
I'm like, but yo, that's your pastor. Like your pastor's like the best preacher ever. Like your pastor <laughs> is the one who has inspired me to be one of. Come on, when I you see know, you, I see your pastor. Exactly, and that is convicting. That is that is extremely <laughs> convicting, right? So, so she tried to have the conversation. I was way too too passive aggressive to have it. I was like, yo, oh, say whatever goodness. you want to say. I, I feel you. And she just said whatever she had to say to get it off her chest. And at the end of the day, that song was still sitting in her inbox at the time. Well, that's and what I mean. That's exactly what and I mean. Bye-bye. <laughs> and bye-bye. Oh, gosh. So I, I ran, I, I think in a sense, I ran from that conversation. Or I don't even know if I ran. I guess I hid behind the, I hid behind that mechanism or that song so that the song could have the difficult conversation that I didn't have enough courage to have or maybe even strength to have mm. because the reality is I was back and forth. So I was feeling strong that day. I mean, so I sent it when I was strong. Yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I think that's something because, you know, we often talk about, we all often laugh, laugh about how I broke up with you um, mm. via text message. Which time? Because there was a few breakups. It was probably the initial time. Oh, the, the first, first one. Time. Yeah. The first yeah, one the was first the one. Time. That one. That one. I that think one I bet that was a shock, huh? Ooh. Ooh, I woke uh, up to that one. <laughs> yeah, because it was like three o'clock. I woke at, up to that three one. o'clock at night or now, morning, however you want to call it. Fair or foul that Sonya broke up with me via text message. I mean, one text message. It wasn't even like a long thing. I think it was no, like one text message. It and, wasn't. You know when they used to have the a number of characters you can send. Mm-hmm. You did it all within the number. Of, I think it was like seventy five. It was very clear. It was short. I was very clear on what I needed to do. You see, and That's what I wanted to say. I did it all and then had one more character left. (laughs) She had had enough characters for emojis and all. (laughs) So here's the thing. Look at, and and I think this is interesting looking at the dynamic or the difference between both of us. So even then, you were more, you kept yours within 50 characters. You're Mm -hmm. more direct. You're more straight to it, hit it, um, whatever. And me, on the other hand, I'm like not having a conversation at all with anybody. I'm like, I'm going to shoot you a... Uh, uh, a song and then stop talking to you. But isn't that the typical um, dynamic between a, a man and a woman? Uh, I don't know. Average. I don't know about I'm, I'm talking about generally speaking now. Generally speaking, that's typically the complaint that the woman is more communicative, you know, in how she feels, what she wants, so on and so forth. But the guy is, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, I don't know. I think. I think a lot of guys, I think a lot of guys, yeah, are passive aggressive. I think because we don't know how to process, a lot of times we don't know how to healthily process emotions. But you guys don't, here's the thing that you got, you guys don't speak it, but you guys are, uh, I often say this and I often tell ladies this, that men are great communicators. They are, they are amazing communicators. They just don't communicate like us. Mm Mm-hmm. See, we're more vocal. We're going to say exactly how we feel. Right. Men may not say it, but their actions will display how exactly how they feel, Passive. how they're feeling. You know, Passive. you know, so if they get ghosts <laughs> randomly, oh, it's, it's kind of like he don't, you know, really, you know, like me. It's kind of like on and off because he really he trying to figure out really like you or not. And that's why he on and off. It's, it's real simple. It's real like because he's entertaining somebody else. Like it's real simple. Right. Or he just don't know if he's into you like that. Like his communication is very clear. I don't know what he want to do. I don't one know day what he want to talk. The next, well, that's exactly what that's he wants what he want to do. do. One day one he want to talk to you and one day he don't. He got to stuff he go that's going on you know you know it's very i think we don't want to 
right, you know, we don't want to acknowledge right, the truth. Right. So we blame it on he. He's not a good com- communicator. No, he's great, great communicator. He's a great communicator. But I think everybody kind of pauses when it comes to those tough conversations. Though so oh. I don't care whether it's man, woman, boy, and girl, alien or animal. Yes. I think. <laughs> Everybody kind of pause when it comes to tough conversations. Nobody, I, and I think it's the the naturally, and I'm going to say this, uh, you know, very, um, I guess, hesitant because of the culture we are in now. Social media, everybody is up to arguing all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's that's behind a screen. But I'm talking about, personal real personal relationships mm-hmm. i don't think anybody is volunteering to be quote-unquote confrontational yeah right 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 and that's the thing I, I i agree with that you know so for to have a tough conversation especially when so you're talking about people that you may love people that you may be in close proximity to people that you may see often on a regular basis maybe like a co-worker or things of that sort mm-hmm. you know those conversations are difficult because at, at the end of the day you want things to be copacetic nobody's asking for tension right nobody's asking for right. oh what if this goes the wrong way and now i gotta see them every day now this is my baby mama now this <laughs> you, know, you know this the- is my parent you know all of those different nuances mm-hmm. um as it relates to relational um communication yeah. um i think those are th- those are difficult yeah and i think Nobody really prepares you to have difficult conversations, at least in my experience. I've never, there's never been a time where somebody said, okay, this is how you have a difficult conversation. <laughs> like even when, when you're taught to communicate or when you talk to talk about your express your feelings and this, that, and the third, it's not really given in the sense that here's how you talk about the things that you don't want to talk about and they don't want to hear, you know, like right. that's the part that makes it tricky. How do I convey this message to an individual that I love and care for or have feelings for um, this thing that's so pressing on my heart, but I want to do it delicately because I don't want to destroy the relationship, but it needs to be done because if I don't do it, I don't want to be passive aggressively and potentially start acting out in a way because I didn't have the conversation. Right. Like how right. do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and by no means I say I have the, all the answers, yeah. but one of the things that I have learned as it relates to tough conversations, is like, just talk to them like you would want to be talked to. Yeah. You know, it's, you, you know, because life, I, I believe that our lives are a direct reflection of the conversations that we were bold enough and mature enough to have. That's good. You know, so regardless of whether or not, you know, the conversation it requires, you know, a fearlessness to it mm-hmm. or rather a mature, uh, a maturation of, you know, your own development, like regardless of where that conversation falls is all depending our our it's going to be a direct reflection of how your life looks mm-hmm. if you do not have it. And if you do have it, it's yeah. like, it, it's going to affect your life to some degree. So that's why it's so important that we, we kind of, it's kind of like that um, giant that David was, mm-hmm. you know, um, had to fight with, with the slingshot. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, this is, inevitable you have to do this because the trajectory of your life is contingent upon how well you fight this giant and i and and if we begin to i think if we begin to see it like that and to approach people 
like we want to be approached. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how you mentioned, you know, the 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 um the intentionality and the you know carefulness that yeah. we should approach it. It's like, you know, it's real, and and I think and you know I you know, I am an advocate of tough conversations. Mm-hmm. My my lean is to always communicate, to always have the conversation, mm-hmm. have the conversation, have the especially when you're talking about somebody that you love, somebody that you. Uh, value their friendship, value their space in your life. I think they are owed a conversation. I think we kind of butt heads on this a lot, you know, that I always think you, you say like, it's not gonna, you, you kind of lean on the, on the side of, I don't think it's gonna benefit anything. So skip the conversation you know, if you think the it, it's just a lost cause, you like yeah, you're yeah, like I'll, I'll, skip, yeah, skip yeah, the yeah, conversation. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry about it. You're gonna be wasting your voice. You're gonna be wasting your words. <laughs> just leave it and appropriately put them in the place that they need to be. Mm-hmm. Right? I'll kind of lean on. No, I at least have to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I I lean. <laughs> you know, I got to have the conversation because. That is the only way I think that I could kind of settle with my decision to move forward or however I'm going to move forward. Yeah, you know, I, I think everybody's owed the conversation regardless of whether it's tough or not. Yeah, I think and I and I agree that that see and this is where we, we differ <laughs> and I think it's good. I think it's good because I think both are needed um, when I when I it depends on the situation for me. It's like. It's like when an individual gives me, when an individual gives me their actions. So for me, I weigh it all on on their actions. Like when an individual gives me their actions, historically, I'm looking at their actions historically, and I'm saying, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, this is not going to work because I already know that if I have a conversation with you, this is what you're going to do. Now, for some people who might say, well, you never know what a person is going to do. The best indicator of future behavior. It's past behavior. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Definitely. I'm not saying never have a conversation. I'm absolutely saying you should have conversations. I think you are more leaning or more willing to have more conversations than I am. I'm like, listen, okay, we talked about that. I think I hope against hope. <laughs> you, you have you more know, hope than I, I do. I really do. And it's not really, a, it's a hope that men, maybe if I come to them in love and maybe if I really... Yeah you know, show God's heart to them that they would change. I really, I don't know if, I know everybody won't won't do it, but I'm just hoping that they are that one. You know, if I could just show, you know, the love of Christ to Mm -hmm. them and I can be pure and authentic to them, maybe this last conversation, because I have to stay healthy to myself now. I can't continue to put myself in harm's way. I think there's a way of being, you know, radical and reckless. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, you know, you, you have to be intentional about that. Um, but, you know, so not to put myself in harm's way, but I believe, okay, I think I know when not to have that, yeah, and when I, to stop. For me, it's, it's exactly that. It's exactly, I know. I for think my fact, journey is a little longer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know for a fact that I'm going to jump in both feet when you tell me okay like so we're having a difficult conversation and um i know that if i continuously pursue this thing 
this difficult conversation with the person that's not really receptive to it for whatever reason, I'm going to end up in the deficit mm-hmm. because it's not that I don't care. It's actually because I care so much. So I got to guard myself. So I don't want to keep having conversations because I'm going to get completely invested into this thing. Right. And obviously, historically, you have shown me that it's not that it's not that it's not that much of a deal to you. So for me, and maybe that's some kind of protection mechanism that I'm using. I'm like, okay, since you don't care that much, I'm not going to continue having this conversation because I'm putting I'm I'm literally pulling off the bandaid of my vote. You know, so now I'm vulnerable to have this conversation. I already don't really want to be that ever. So now I'm pulling off this bandaid to have this difficult conversation. Right. And then if, if it doesn't even have to be their fault, if the conversation doesn't go the way I want to, y'all don't leave me out here. Y'all know I'm telling the (laughs) truth. Right. So if the conversation doesn't go, not just the way that I want to, but if it doesn't go in a, a positive direction, it's like, all right, see, that's why I don't have conversations in the first place. I knew it because last time when I had the conversation, right. you did this. So it makes it difficult for the next turn. So, yes, um, you have, I think, your your extension, like your patience, I guess, for those for difficult conversations would be longer than mine. I'm looking at, I don't even, my, for me, a lot of times the conversation doesn't even have to be had. I the think behavior lo- changes. That's yeah, yeah, and and I and I agree with that. But I think a lot of times tough conversations go sideways because of the lack um, of um, skill to have them. Right. So even if one party is open, is honest, is loving, is considerate, and all of those things, if the other other party does not know mm-hmm. how to have it, and then it just goes sour, yeah. and you know, and it's unfortunate. You know, that I can have a conversation. My thing is once I've had a conversation, I've left it all on the table. See, I don't, I can't You know, that. like even with you, like it's been times we've had conversations and I'm like, all right, what you eat? I'm about to go cook. You want a hamburger? Then you'll be like, nah, well, not with food, not with <laughs> no. food. Cause you always going to say <laughs> yes with food. But okay. what I'm saying right. is your demeanor is kind of different. You need time to kind of like process what just happened. Right okay, I'm not just going to go and just move forward with this. I just really need to sit in this and kind of figure it out. Right. And that's, and that's exactly my point. So, so if, if you and I have a conversation, like you said, you, you're quicker than I am to kind of move to whatever, whatever. And it's not that I'm, I'm holding anything. I'm still processing. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, we and we both, we both um, came to the, I guess the conclusion or, um, that you are a longer processor than I am. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah you know, yeah. It, it it takes you longer to process things. And that's why when it comes to tough conversations, and I just had a, a tough conversation today with a great, great friend of mine. And one of the things I, when I went into the conversation, it was so, it, it was with, I think, so much cautiousness, I guess, because I wanted to make sure that I was saying exactly what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, you know, we rush into those conversations sometimes mm-hmm. um, because we think we know what we want to say and we think we know how we feel right. and we think we know what the other one is going to say. And they, we think and we go with all of these preconceived notions and preconceived thoughts and pre- preconceived um, uh, uh, motives mm-hmm. um, that we kind of put on other people and put on ourselves. And it's like it never goes the way we want right. it. So then it it creates a history of bad quote unquote 
tough conversations mm. to as we grow, 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 we just kind of feel like, mm, you know what, it's not worth it. And when you don't have those conversations like you had, when you don't have them, your relationship hangs in the balance. And that's what I mean by it's a direct reflection on how your life looks. Yep. Your willingness to have those tough conversations. Now, with me, I value friendship. You know, I value it because I don't have many um, friends that people that I would call a true friend. So when I find a friend, you know, I value it. So I'm not quick to just throw people under the bus. I'm not quick to just, you know what, I'm going to just sit you here. And, you know, not when a person has shown themselves to be loyal, to be loving, to be consistent. Like, listen, that person is owed a conversation, regardless of whether it's tough or not. And you need to get off your pedestal, get off of your pride, get off of your ego, Call, have the tough conversation. Figure it out exactly how you feel. Don't go in the conversation messing stuff up. You know, <laughs> you I, know? like you said. So, so you know, like really find out exactly how you feeling and have that tough conversation because your life, not just theirs. You know, because I think it's kind of quick. Where it's their loss and this and that. And that's like, the culture we live you in. You know, because cancel culture. Is, yeah. You know, all oh, but but no, it's your loss too. Yeah, that and and the the the. <laughs> The sorrowful part, the the horrible part of the world that we live in is cut it off, cancel it, somebody cut you off, this, that, and third. Cancel. And then what we do then, we lived in a lot of pain, uh, but it's we're numb to it because that's what culture has right. taught us to be, just to be numb, uh, but still not healed. And we carry those things in our next relationship, in our next conversations, and it's still an inability to have tough conversations. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I, I don't know just... From my perspective, I don't know on how many difficult conversations that I've had. I don't know how many I've had. Like, I don't know. There may be a few that I deemed worth having. Like, that's <laughs> no, seriously. And that's the no, thing. I believe y'all there married are, to you. I yeah, know exactly are, how you feel. And there are people who are listening who lean both of our ways either mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And I'm, I'm speaking on, the, on behalf of the people who are like me and we're like, yo, it's not that I'm like disconnected. It's just that this conversation, you, I'm, I'll say it. This conversation will require me to go to a place that this relationship is not worth me going to. Wow. Like, wow. Your, wow. This connection that we have will require me to be vulnerable at a degree that I don't even know if it's worth it. So there are a few, I would say a handful of difficult conversations that I've had to have. I mean, outside of us, you know, we have them all the time at this point, but, but outside of us, I don't know that there's very few. And the reason is not because I don't want to necessarily have them, even though I don't, but I will, but I just don't know that the relationship is worth me being that vulnerable. No, and I think a lot of people feel that. And sometimes I feel that way. You know, I really feel that the level of fight that you give to a relationship, uh, you know, the level of fight you give should be, um, you know, given back or reciprocated in the action that you're trying to receive from them. Yeah. You know, so if I'm fighting, fighting, fighting and I'm, you know, you know, I'm just exhausted. I'm exhausted. Do the return or will the return give back (laughs) that much return or even more? And that is my point right there. And if I'm exhausted and I'm exhausted to this certain degree and whatever, by the time it's, 
okay, they get the point, right? They get the point. But the return of that is only 10% of the exhaustion that I gave out. Yeah. Then it's not worth it. Right. You know, and I, and I think, you know, and, and, and so I'll agree. I agree 100% with that. Um, but with, with me, it's like, I can't help, you know, a part of it is, I think I should have conversations because everything is kind of weighed with energy with me. And, you know, I'm an introvert, right? So every time I'm talking, it's either, it's giving off energy. Like it's, it's basically draining the energy that I have, not in a bad way. You know, because some people, you know, as you say, some people just draining. No, I'm not saying that every time I talk to me, oh, God, it's so draining. No, but conversations or interactions drain me of energy to where I feel tired. You know, so I have to go off to myself like Jesus. And, and kind of rest, at the <laughs> refresh of the myself. Right. Okay. Let's not go there today. OK, <laughs> so it's so I vow. So I'm very strategic of when I have conversations and the amount of, um, I guess the, the amount of energy that I'm losing kind of sort of. So if I get into a conversation and I feel that, wow, this is a lot of energy, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm weighing at the same time, you know, I'm weighing it at the same time. And then when it gets to a point to where there's no way you have the capacity to give me back what I'm giving you. Yeah. So I'm going to just rest this at this point, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, but you know, I, I think that's the kind of way that, especially if you're like me, is that's a good, I good way to kind of gauge, you know, am I putting too much into this? Yeah. I, I think so. So one of the ways to have those tough conversations is like you, what, one of the things you said was I heard was to clearly communicate, like to go into that conversation and say exactly what, you know, what you're feeling right exactly how it made you feel like clearly though um you know just being cognizant of some of the words that you use and all of that stuff because like you say when you have a conversation especially with an individual that you love you want to be clear like right ultimately because, because how can someone fix a problem that you right. have not properly communicated right. that what the problem is right you know and, so they're trying to fix something that you didn't do you know you didn't mean to say so i have a question then so how do you balance clearly communicating what you want to communicate because you want to have the conversation about whatever the conversation needs to be about. But then on the other side, the emotional aspect of it too, because if it's a difficult conversation, there probably is some type of emotion that's attached to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then how do you balance the two? How do I have, how do I be clear, but not overly anything so that I can, so that we can really get to whatever the conversation should be about. Well, emotions, should be indicators, not predicators. So they should allow, they mm. should let us know what's going on, but not control what's going on. Yeah. And I think that's where many of us make the mistake and make the, you know, and start turning that wrong, that, that, mm. that you know, that wrong role in, in, in conversations yeah. because we're allowing our emotions to lead in the driver's seat and we're just on for the ride. Mm. But we have to know that emotions doesn't have intelligence. Um, it's right. only doing what it's supposed to do. Or it's only indicating like it's that red light on your um, on your car, yeah. letting you know that there's something wrong. There's right. something wrong. You need to attend to this. You need to go to the shop. You need to get fixed. You need to whatever the case is. But so it's not going to. But it's not going to fix your car for you. So the there overly has to- <laughs> anger, the over, uh, you know, uh, whether it be 
overly emotional in any aspect is an indicator. Right. That something's going Something on. It should be the dictator. <laughs> but it's, it's an indicator. indicator. Hey, check what's check, going on here. Check the engine. <laughs> check it. Check it. You know, not just let it go. You know. You ever got in somebody's car, though? <laughs> remember, no, somebody. We had it. Remember we had that car when you cut the car on? The Honda. All the lights came on. All of the lights came on. You don't on. know what's really wrong. <laughs> you know what was wrong? And some people are like that, though. Absolutely. And they're, you try to have yeah. a conversation with them, and all of their lights go on. <laughs> all you're trying to do is have one one right. conversation. Like so, so many different things are going, and they're firing in different angles. So, so yeah. So balancing that communication, clear communication, and emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, so yeah. So you have to. That that emotion, those emotions cannot be in the driver's seat. Yeah. And it, you and if it helps, you probably want to pre-think your responses. Pre-think. And not to say that you're trying to say what they're going to say, you know, or come in knowing what they're going to say. But a lot of times, okay, if I get a little, uh, you know, angry or if I get a little bothered, mm-hmm. what is the best response you know, should I just pop off because they did? They, you know, like, how should I actually be handling this situation? I think all of us need to ask ourselves those questions. What is your plan? Mm-hmm. Go in with a plan. So what is your, what is your tough conversation plan? Yeah. And if you're talking to it, and if you're trying to have a difficult conversation with somebody who leans like me, passive aggressively. So ladies, if a lot of times guys generally, not in every case, but generally, guys don't always know how to convey or know how to have difficult conversations. One of the things that's important that you do, I guess you go for anybody who leans this way, is come with facts of actual things that have happened. Not, we can't jump to how something made you feel yet. Now, I'm talking about guys who lean like me. So if you've been listening to the podcast and you heard something and say, you know what, that's just like him or whatever, whatever. You have to come with actual things that have happened, because if you come with the if the front door of the conversation is how he feels, that's going to be a red flag. That's going to sometimes detour the conversation. I mean, but, but, and, and that's true. That's true. But a lot of guys, you know, because I'm married to you, so I know how you work. Um, you think, you know, <laughs> but you have no idea. You know, a lot of things that that that, you know, I guess, quote unquote, work, you know, in our conversations is it's not emotional but it is vulnerability you know and those things are two different things you know a lot of times we think that you know being vulnerable is being you know emotional and vice versa 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 it's like if i'm emotional it's like uh okay you know but if i'm vulnerable that means i'm exposing an area of myself and i'm trusting an area of myself with you and i feel that the space is safe enough to lay some things out you know is the you honor that space, you know, you honor my vulnerability. So you're more apt to hear it versus just me, you know, expressing an emotion versus right. expressing my vulnerability. Right, right. You know, you respond totally different to that. And um, it's a lot of, and to get to a vulnerable place, I think you have to remove a lot of pride and a lot of reservations and a lot of walls that defense mechanisms that you come in, that we all come into conversations with, but I found it to be very effective, not for, for me getting through to you. Um, so I think that works. No, absolutely. Absolutely. But I want to ask you this question because we got to wrap it up. Okay. Mm -hmm. But 
how do you feel that guys have tough conversations like, or how do guys have tough conversations? Do they ever have tough conversations or, or yeah. do you know, do they just like, you know what, forget it because yeah. guys already, we kind of label them as, you know, not communicators, right. Or not good communicators. Yeah. So guys having a tough conversation, how does that look? And I would really like to be in a room <laughs> of two guys having a tough conversation. Like do that happen? Or is that, is that normal? I, I yeah, would say. Yeah. No. The end. All right. God bless y'all. Thank y'all so much for coming. You know, no, absolutely. No, no. Typically guys do not have difficult conversations. Not be, is it because that they don't have a reason or they just refuse to have them? They don't. They, they just, it's a number of reasons. One of which is one. We don't know how to have them for the most part. Generally, we don't know how to talk about things we don't want to talk about. So we talk about sports, we talk about the music, we talk about women, we talk about anything else, but we don't know how to talk about things we don't want to talk about. So we've never, most times we've never been schooled on how to do that. Number two, we don't know how many relationships are even worth the conversation. Mm. Like, th you know, just to be honest, outside of, you know, your romantic relationship, you're talking about somebody who's married, they're kind of duped into it. They don't have a choice but to have those difficult conversations. Right. So when our back is against the wall, we'll have it. But very rarely is a guy's back against the wall to have it, even in a dating relationship. So a lot of times guys will avoid um, conversations and even individuals because they don't want to have certain conversations because they don't feel like they have to have them. So what if the conversation, the tough case, cut the tough conversation needs to be had with like their mother or something like that mm -hmm. you know because every guy typically not every guy but most guys are like if, if you know if they had a if they had a relationship with their mom or mm -hmm. their grandmother whoever was that close you know um a maternal influence in their mm -hmm. lives you know like do guys have you know typically have or how do they have conversations with their maternal influence do um, they have them? Or no. even do they have them? No. I, I think, um, again, that, that's going to be one of those ones where guys are not necessarily, unless in extreme circumstances yeah, and with professional assistance a lot of times, will probably the only way will be the, or let me say this, uh, in extreme circumstances, professional assistance or a totally dysfunctional way. So the yeah. total opposite yeah, will yeah, be, yeah. You know, yelling, screaming, fussing, cussing, that whole thing that happens. But the healthy way of having a conversation with particularly, particularly guys with mother, it typically won't happen unless some there someone else intervenes and mediates that conversation. Wow. Or that individual or that guy gets to a place spiritually to where they feel like they can, they, they're strong enough to have that conversation because those, those types of difficult conversations pull scabs off of all types of things mm -hmm. where guys who don't, guys don't necessarily know how to handle that. I think it's important to have them, but I just don't know that, that guys have, is that some, that's some, I don't know that that's something that historically happens. I, you know, I really think that's interesting. And I ask you because I know, I think it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, kind of like a, a, a catch 22 kind of sort of, it's like, you know, I think guys avoid having tough conversation with people they value, you know, because they don't want to mm. this quote unquote, disturb the peace, 
you know um so you know just kind of if you can deal with it just deal with it you yeah. know let's not start a whole volcano here yeah it's, it's you know you, and, and that's my experience with a lot of yeah. um males having issues with you know different relationships in their life especially when it comes down to maybe their wife um who the ones that love their wives and, and <laughs> yeah, the ones and that yeah. you know maybe you know girlfriends that they kind of see having a major future with mm-hmm. you know really see this thing really going somewhere or their mother or maybe sisters that they're really close to mm-hmm. it's like you know they will rather not have the conversation if, if they can figure out a way not to have the conversation they won't have the conversation and it's like it's with good intent but at the end of the day it's like how you know successful or how productive that's going to be in the long run and i think a lot of times not just guys um people in general is kind of like you know i'm just hoping that it just yeah, gets better I, I think a lot of times we do hope that it gets better from the guy perspective um again i think you're asking a question that guys don't typically ask or even look towards so we're not the the reason a lot of those conversations are not being had is not because they the guy doesn't think they need to be had it's just the guy doesn't see the positive outcome on the other side of it how can this conversation be positive so if i have this conversation i'm going to 100% ruin whatever is there so if okay so that is turned? interesting because mm-hmm. i know many people have been in i guess uh relationships like uh Man and woman, romantic relationship. We're talking about man romantic relationships now, mm-hmm. and they've been in the, in these relationships, right? And the guy's just sitting there, and mm-hmm. she's saying, "And this is this is this," and maybe she's crying, or maybe she's just you know very calm, or just really speaking. And the guy sometimes just kind of sit there and don't say anything. Yeah, you know, so it's kind of comes off like. Do you even care? Do you even see me? Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. And um, that's interesting that you said said that sometimes guys kind of feel like this is not gonna end well. It's not gonna end well, and and, and the, the reason it's not gonna end well is because one, he's not probably he or she depends on who the conversation, the, the relationship, but they're probably not equipped with a way to make it end well. So I can have a a, a, a TV stand in front of me. But if I don't have the tools to put it together, then it doesn't really matter. Or I, I got to tell you the truth and it's really not going to end well. So we well, gonna- <laughs> this, but the, the guy's never going to feel like that. Right. Just, right. just be honest. He's most often he's not going to feel like that because he's going to avoid the conversation in to- total. No. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> but what I'm saying, like, if I really tell you what you're asking me. Right. So I'm just not going to say that. This is not going to end well. So we just not going to do it. Right. But listen, we got to go. Yeah, we have to go, yeah, but I think yeah. I hope, man, I hope you guys have enjoyed this conversation about tough, difficult. tough, difficult, strenuous, um, arduous, yes, um, convers- all, of that, all of that conversations. And I hope that you have gotten something to kind of help you on your journey yeah. as you, cause you will have to have tough conversations, but yeah. men, remember it is a reflection of the life you will see. Absolutely. So get used to get bold enough, get brave enough, get mature enough, get healed or healthy enough to have those tough conversations. Absolutely. Listen, thank y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Fostering Life with Joey and Sonya, where we talk about life, love, and everything in in between. between.